Or there's apple and then there's uh, flapple, which is like the one that has like the eaten out core on the wings. Oh yeah, the dread of the yeah. So like he looks yeah. weird. Because <laughs> like, like but apple tongue though kind of looks suspicious a bit, you know. I actually like apple tongue. He's kind of he's like an apple cake and I, or apple pie. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's cute. Oh. but they do actually have like a lot of events going on for Pokemon. Yeah, oh. I gotta check those out. I know that's uh, I gotta figure out how to use the uh, the Pokemon Den by the Watchtower or whatever. Oh, that one? That's an event only thing, so like you can't uh. use that. I don't. They haven't used anything for it since the uh, start of the game. Uh, so it's like they're not gonna. They're, they're not gonna be able to use it because there's so many other things to do. Yeah, yeah. That's so fair. welcome back to the podcast. Merry Christmas for episode twenty-three. Happy holidays, bitches. Let's go. All right, so. How was your Christmas, Charlie? My Christmas was great. It was quiet, but we were having to have a fun time at home. Christmas Eve was fun. We got to watch all the Rake and Bass movies. Like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and A Year Without Santa Claus, and Santa Claus, what was it? It was um, Santa Claus Coming to Town. We got to watch all those. It was really fun. A little weird. Um, Definitely, you could tell they were made in the 60s. There were some parts that were very uh, questionable. Um, and then we invited our uh, uncle over, and it was really fun. We could hang out. And my brother Jack, who was in Colorado, had to. Um, Charlie, you need to speak up. Had to visit us on Discord. And so we had him on the laptop, and I literally was just like the butler. I was like bringing him around, around. And I was just kind of carrying him and trying to. <laughs> show them everything that we have uh and it was really funny um but yeah those rankin bass films were really like weird because there was a in a i think it was like uh, santa claus coming to town there was a scene with mrs claus and she was like tripping out i'm like what the fuck is happening in this movie <laughs> we should watch some of those those are like the weird yeah they're like, really good fun like to make fun good of. movies but like really weird aesthetic sometimes yeah. so, like sometimes the weirdest settings for those movies are just like like, the villains get off, like, really easy. Yeah. No. So, certain times, like, there's one that kind of just, like, turns into a tree. I'm just like, that's kind of brutal, but, like, okay. Yeah. They're fun movies to just poke fun at, and they're definitely, like, from a stop-motion aspect, they get better over time, like, production-wise. Like, this, yeah. like, I could t- like the difference between Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and A Year Without Santa Claus, like, the the production value I could see is, like, much better in A Year Without Santa Claus. But, um, Because yeah. it made money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Christmas was really nice. Christmas morning was calm and cool. Uh, we were just kind of chilling out by the fire, having fun, yeah. gift, exchanging gifts. That's good. Um, and then we went over to a family friend of ours where we hung out, had, had relaxed, had fun. Chill. Uh, yeah, try to get people to play Super Star. No, sorry, um, Mario Party. <laughs> no one would fight. And I was like, all right, guys. It's a party game, come on. But like, Meanwhile, they're playing a stupid trivia Christmas game that no one liked, and I was like, we have something right here. Just saying. It's really easy. They yeah. streamlined it, but whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. My Christmas is fairly easy, too. Just, like, kind of chill, hang out, exchange gifts and stuff. I got that art art light box that you suggested for my Christmas. And e- it's like, yeah, it's a good nice it's thing. It's, it's a good $20 gift, like, honestly. Yeah, if you're an, artist, an artist, it's really good. Um, other than that, I... I got clothes. I got this Dragon Ball shirt I'm wearing right now. It's like I got this. Yeah, the cool one jacket. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I got. Sure. I got a Mega Man art book, which is the 
Bigman EXE one, which I which is that se- the series that I enjoy specifically. Um, one of my friends, friends here on Instagram, we talk a lot about like the Mega Man series because like, she's into it, I'm into it, and that's like one of those things where it's like, oh, you like this, I like this, let's talk about it, and like we kind of like geek out about like, oh yeah, like from the beginning of this like to the end of like the entire genre, there hasn't been too many games like the Battle Network series just because it's just a unique, very niche kind of thing. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing per se. But like it's very niche in the way it's like it's the mechanics of how it works again how it fits within the story, um, but the way we talk about it though is like more of like the kind of animation aspect because like um, the anime was called um, Mega Man NT Warrior it appeared like on Kids WB and the Warner Brothers channel when it was still Warner Brothers, and then it, they got to the Mega Man Star Force and that completely bombed because it was only like ten minutes each episode Ooh. and like the quality of that kind of justly changed. And little things are kind of broken up into pieces when they really should have been, and we should have been like a full half-hour show. And I think they've got a lot more mile, like less less mileage, but higher quality amount of work per episode. Yeah. More condensed quality-wise, yeah. visually speaking, but story-wise, it suffered, and that's a shame. And that's why I told her, yeah. That's why I said, like, yeah, literally, mm-hmm. the story suffered just because it felt like a really long com- commercial with an overarching story. People argue that for the Mandalorian too. It's like it's short, but I'm like. It works because it's just it's short. It's long enough that I think you can get a good story enough in. Like half, a half an hour is a good amount of time to get a story in, even twenty minutes. Yeah. Like depending on the story, it's fine. Twenty to twenty-five minutes is hard to write. It's actually it is. It's tough trying to write for it. I but for New Age Exorcist, right? I'm only in chapter thirteen, but each each like thirty minutes is consistent of like two to three chapters, and that in itself it's hard to write. Yeah. So that's one of those things where it's like you need to make sure, like you know, understand like how to structure things properly. And I, I, I do think that like, the sort of like A B kind of style works out really well with like slice of life stuff, just because it kind of breaks. It's kind of the pace that you go at. It's the kind of the one offs, but like within like an overarching story, you can't do that, which is I think is one of the kind of drawbacks of like of, like long series kind of stuff like Dragon Ball, because like. You can't really have a uh, A B A B kind of style plot point kind of that because that's a, and like and that's where the point of filler comes in. It's supposed to be that sort of B plot point, but it just kind of devolves into like just stalling for the next episode. Yeah, no. The, the the sad thing about filler is like no matter how good it is in the in, in the end, it's not real. It's not canon, mm-hmm. and it's like ah, it's so frustrating. It's but, one of those things yeah. too where it's like. Me as a person, I'm like, I like filler if it's good because it allows the writers and screen, the screenplay writers to actually flex like how they well they know the characters. Yes. And that's something that will make or break like a TV show is how good is the fil- some of the filler is. Yes. And depending on how the filler works, it depends on how well the ca- fleshed out the characters are. Like One Piece has good filler sometimes, and it's because yeah. everyone knows the everyone knows everyone the knows how the characters operate and how Dragon that works in Dragon Ball. Yeah. And not, even with Naruto, some of the filler is still pretty good, just because like it's just like the characters being put in like unper- like in these situations, like this is how they're supposed to act. Yeah, you know exactly. Um, speaking of Dragon Ball, did you see the new Morrow Mor- 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 Yeah, I finished Morrow Arc. I, like we got to the point where it's like, oh, it's pretty much Cell 2.0. Yeah, where it's like they got an Android, they installed like Morrow's person like fighting techniques or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of weird where it's like some pirate guy came in and tried to replicate them. And he, he says they replicated, but the other guy just came and destroyed all of them and got the other piece of the body. Yeah, I'm wondering where that's going to go. I mean, I'm not... 
clear about how that's going to go. I think it's just going to be Android 2.0, yeah. which is a real shame, just because, like, Mora was really, like, because Mora was basically just Frieza, just more, like, is hell-bent on, like, just destroying and eating planets. Yeah. I like the fact that he was kind of a sorcerer, and he was, like, a magician. Yeah. That was kind of cool, and that kind of proved a new um, challenge for the guys, but in the end, like, I like the new powers. Uh, Vegeta, like, I like what they did with Vegeta the Sark. It was really cool. I just felt like they could have done more. They could have ended with him more spread. Like, I feel like this was supposed to be Vegeta's arc, but it never, ever, ever is, because uh, Akira... Goku. Yeah, because Goku, because Goku just can't seem to have enough, and he literally, he literally has, like, I always find it funny that the final form of every Shonen protagonist is just to go to, like, Titan level, like, with Naruto, it's just to get to a giant, like, yeah, giant, uh, with ethereal the, form. Karuma, Karuma, yeah, yeah, with the giant Mindless form. And now with Goku, it's just, like, I, I get big. And, yeah. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I... I felt like it was nice to see that uh, how Ultra Instinct kind of turns on and off is very serene. It's kind of yeah. just like, it's not like Super Saiyan where it gets everything goes fucking crazy. Everything just kind of like It's calms. just sort of like flow. You're yeah. balanced like it should be. Exactly. It's like you've reached a level where it's like you can do anything. And it's really cool. But yeah, I, I, I definitely felt like there were some good things and some kind of bad things about this arc. But I definitely looking forward to seeing where they're going to go with it. But, uh, yeah. at this point, Dragon Ball for me is just kind of like, oh, uh, a new oh, chapter. Wow. Cool, I'll check that out later. Yeah. It's not like, oh my god, a One Piece chapter. Or, oh my god, a new Jujutsu Kaisen. One Piece, One Piece, One Piece, yeah. But One Piece is getting up there. Almost a thousand chapters. It's like 998 right now. 999. It's going to be nine this week, I think. There's going to be a thousand this week, actually. Because we're at 999 right now. Are we? Yeah. Let me check this. But what else have you been watching, Charlie, is my question. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's fucking great. Um, I've already read it, so I know what happens, but I've been watching it. I, have to, I haven't watched the newest episode. I got the newest episode on my laptop, so nice. I watch it. Um, I love last episode. I was hoping that you do it. Oh, well, we are on 999. Wow. Yeah, baby. Um, but So yeah. One Piece will... We'll actually have a thousand chapters in the year 2020. Oh, it's going to be so nice. I can't wait. Also, I saw the tweet by Kira, uh, by, not by Kira, um, by Oda. Oda. Or about Demon Slayer. So he's like, such a great series. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, ooh, ooh, what's this about? But uh, then he like he hinted towards Shanks being the next chapter. I was like, oh, yes, yes. I mean, they kind of have to at this point where it's like, he already like, brought, in, brought back in fucking... Um, I don't know if like he'll be in uh, Ace, so it's just like you might as well bring in everyone else. Yeah, why not? But uh, it's exciting, obviously. As a One Piece fan, I'm super excited. But yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen's been really fun. Um, I've been rewatch. I rewatched the first season of Hilda on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. As an animator, it's really cool, and I actually kind of like the story a lot. It's sort of like it's sort of like Steven Universe a little bit. Yeah. The, the style's a bit different, but it's sort of like that's his adventure time, makes with Steven Universe kind of thing, where, you know, it's very much like it's adventure, and, like, I like the I like the town aspect. It's very, like... Centered around this, like, one place, and be like, yeah. Yeah. These like, the characters, I think she's gonna be interested, really, but, like... There's some cool little underneath, like, cre creepy stuff, and yeah. there's, like, there's occasional parts where it can get a little scary sometimes, or it can be like, whoa, but I love that. I love that, like... There's just all these like hidden underneath. Like this looks like a normal town, but mm -hmm. underneath there's actually a lot of cool fantasy stuff going on. Yeah. And the main character is really just like super kind and. I know there's like one Deku, Deku scrub kind of looking character. Yeah. That's what I've seen like from trailers and stuff. Is like, 
he's kind of like a warrior word slash kind of depression for the guy. So it oh, seems like more of the straight edge kind of thing, where it's like either he's either coward or he's just over the bland straight edge kind of person. You know? Yeah, yeah. He uh, the the orange haired kid. I forgot his name. Um, I can't. I haven't, I haven't watched it, so I don't know any of it. So sorry. Oh good. It's really good. I would I would recommend it from an animation standpoint. It's like woo, that's smooth. I love that. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying the second season so far. Um, That's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's been pretty fun. It's a pretty good ride. Also, been reading a couple new stuff. Um, there was this one series about this kid who's like a half-human, half-ghoul or whatever, and it's like a detective thing, and he has to, he's a part of this detective agency, and he's got to find out what happened to his parents or whatever. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Okay. I'm liking it so far. I forget the name of it. Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Tokyo Ghoul. Dude, I can't remember half the fucking names of these series, but um. That's fair. Like, I don't remember a lot of them. I just remember some of the characters. Like, it's really hard because, like, a lot of the times, like, those stuff I read is a lot of rom com stuff. So, like, the the words in Japanese are very are use the same like conjunctions and like nouns to use. But so, like, I'm reading two stories about like oh, like a uh, there's a guy in love in love with like a uh, uh, a um, Yankee gal who is just it's kind of like they're, they're two very similar plot points but like two very different art styles but it, to me it just kind of meshes together because I feel like I've read this before but it's kind of just like not really <laughs> yeah um other stuff I've been watching uh still have to watch Cobra Kai season 2 and yeah. I'm leading to season 3 um I think season 3 is coming out 2021 I think so yeah I gotta watch it before. I gotta watch season two before. The trailer came out. I remember that. Yeah. Um. And then I'm gonna be watching Soul tomorrow with the folks, because I heard that was really good on Disney Plus. Um, oh, Wonder Woman came out. I forgot about that. Yeah, Wonder Woman came out. I, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I heard it was okay. I was like, okay, cool. Um. Honestly, Pedro Pascal did did a lot of work like this year. Yeah, man. Mandalorian. Him and um, Giancarlo Esposito. Did, yeah. Have been killing it lately. It's, it's kind of weird because, like, inside the one, like the poster for Wonder Woman 1984, he kind of looks like Trump. I'd be like, if they ever like do a Trump documentary or something like that, or like a <laughs> kind of like a West Wing version of like this presidency, I would say Pedro Pascal kind of looks like a like with the makeup for um, the villain. I would say in 1984, gotta go with Alec Baldwin, man. I don't know, but uh... I, I, don't, I don't even like Alec Baldwin doesn't even look like Trump. That's the thing. <laughs> it's just like. He can do a decent impression, but it's just not, like, what I would, like, look at it, you know? Yeah, no. For a serious one, it's like, okay. But for, like, a stereotype, stereotypical version, it's like, okay, yeah. that's a fun It's like, it's like saying Jim Carrey being Joe Biden. It's like, I can see the facial structure, but I just can't see him acting that They're way. They're extremes, yeah. Exactly. It's very, it's very cartoony in animation. That's why, like, Jim Carrey does a lot of animation, and, like... Yeah, exactly. He, he literally is, like, a living cartoon, which Perfect. I think is which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, what have I been watching lately? Yes, what have you been watching lately? Um, Tell me. I started a new show called Oh Suddenly Egyptian Gods. It's like a five minute kind of like AB quick plot. It's just really good because like I don't have enough time on my hands to physically watch stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, the Love Live Nijisaki School Idols one that I think finished because it's a third. The thirteenth episode came out and that was the end of the first season because that's how they structure theirs. Um, finished Fly Me Over to the Moon. Which was the uh, Hayato the Combat Butler's um, mangaka? He did that one. Oh. That's his show. For that's another that's another series of this. 
Which is also weird because like he, he has like a lot of references and like a lot of references to other characters in his show. Hmm. Um, but another one, the funny one, um, Kakushi Goto. I definitely finished that. But like when you read the manga, right? There's an opening for uh, Five Minutes of the Moon inside the inside the jump uh, the uh, not the jump issue, but the magazine issue, right? And it's making fun of like how it's like oh this, this is like oh love at first sight is such a virgin delusion and that kind of stuff. He's just ripping <laughs> into it, and I thought it was kind of funny because like. The way the uh, the Kakushi Goto's uh, manga represents itself, it's like this little troll doll with large glasses. It just makes it really funny and ironic that he's saying this and like to the reader as well, which yeah. I think it's one of the more like kind of peevish parts of it. Um, Winking at the camera, basically. Exactly. Um, but he's not. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I've been, not been watching much because like just work kind of caught up with me, and I was just kind of like yeah. done. But thankfully. School's we have break now. School's over. I got straight A's. A's. Let's go. I'm about to get straight A's, hopefully. If my teacher recovers from COVID, clearly, God, I hope she does. But is there, more, is there like a rule where it's like, if they don't grade by a certain date, everyone gets an A? <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, I think it's, I don't know if it's a rule or anything. I don't know. It's weird. I should, I'll probably be getting, hopefully, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx anything, but work wise, I. I will exp- be expecting an A of some kind. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but we're, uh, what was we going to be doing? We were going to be doing storyboarding for the Hey Star that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking about the jokes we're going to write. Because I don't know how it's going to begin, how it's going to end, but there's a lot of stuff in the middle that you need to fill out. So Yeah. I think one, like a couple shots that I want to do is like have like a very long like panoramic kind of scene. Oh yeah, so, like set the stage or whatever. yeah, I kind of set the stage. I kind of have to do like a little dungeon run kind of thing, but we'll see about that. It's how it like pans out correctly. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, we played a bit. Uh, we played a bit of Hades last time we were over here. That was fun. Yeah, I um. Could you sure the corners were a little wonky just because like we we're playing Bluetooth on my Mac? <laughs> yeah, Cause, yeah. Because like we're not at um. Because like I have Hades on my on my PC, right? So in order to play, we need Steam, but Steam kind of like runs very slowly on the Mac because like it's a it's a Mac and it's not really optimized to play like this these games. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Yeah. But then um, I started playing Sword. I started playing Sword. What, what oh sword? yeah, that's right. You said you're playing Pokemon. Yeah. So that game is uh, pretty easy comparatively to the older titles, I will say. But I do like a lot of things about it. Um, for one thing, the wild area is probably my favorite part of it. I mean, it's just like such a. I feel like this is a transitional thing. It's definitely like a like a phase kind of thing where it's like this is like the kind of the. There's an eagle out there. Holy shit! What? That's an eagle. Where? There's an eagle outside the window right there, Charlie. The bird. Oh, oh, oh! I see it now. Christ! Wow. Um, Sorry. Yeah, you, there's only a transition from. This generation, because I think Gen Nine is going to be the full, like, actually, actually going to be like the full swing thing. Just Open because, area. like, yeah. this is like because, like, with um, what's called with Gen Seven, it the lowland region. It was such a far step from what we're usually doing because we you do you have like the have like the gym battles kind of stuff, but like it's more different structuredly. Yeah, that kind of fit in more of the story, more of like a growth trial kind of thing. What with um, Sword and Shield, right? They went back to the gym challenge. My theory about what Gen 9 is going to be is that 
They're going to completely put, like, the wild area kind of, like, more in the forefront of, like, the entire Pokemon world, right? I hope so. There's still going to be, like, little micro-dungeons for caves and stuff, but that, those, like, little, like, routes and paths are going to lead you to the town and stuff. Yeah. So I think every town's going to be connected to the main wild area. Yeah. But uh, what I think, though, is that you have to go through the micro-dungeons to get to the main town, and then after you beat the gym leader... Uh, the the shortcut route would be open up to the main area. You go back there, and that's how it's going to work. Because mm-hmm. I don't really like how the routes worked within this, because it's basically just two big loops, yeah. which kind of sucks, because like, you couldn't do anything out of order. Well, And what I think would fix this is just level scaling. Easy level scaling of like, okay, based on certain, like, because like inside the Pokemon canon, right, gym leaders select Pokemon based on how many gym badges you have. So with it, well, if you do like certain things too, where it's like, oh, like obviously if there's gonna be the same water, fire, and grass typing at, at the beginning. So it's gonna be your best advantage to go with the easier picks of the gym leaders to get to catch higher higher level Pokemon to then take on the other gym leaders that are like different the different types. Cause when in my mind, right. If you get, you could do, yeah, you could, you could go the hard way and do the reverse way around where it's like, you start with like, a, like the hardest one first or like what is supposed to be the hardest one, yeah. but like they'll just probably have like a max level, like a maximum level Pokemon around like 20, yeah, like three of them. And then that's it. And then from there, it'll move up to the full six or now, five. Yeah. Now I watched a video, um, explaining like how they could fix Sword and Shield or like how to improve on. And one of the things the guy suggested was maybe like, have it, if it's all open world, then, you know, have the gym challenges spread out throughout, but you can go to any one of them. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. And then yeah. level scaling-wise, like, if, you're, that's... if your Pokemon are level 40, you go in, and it's like, especially, like, a level, like, 20, they'll bring it down to level 20, and still keep the same moves, but it'll just be, like, scaling. So that's the, that's the thing, that's what I think was, that you should just scale upwards, because when you scale downwards, it moves all the stats that you kind of, like, already made. I think if you scale the gym and challenges upwards, then it'll be a much a difficult challenge, and but still... It will be a enough enough like easy enough challenge for someone who started off the game who's new to it that yeah. it's not gonna be completely scary, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways they could take it. I just hope that <clears throat> uh, they, they you know take the time to really look over it. Uh, but I've been loving Sword so far. I love the new Pokemon designs. The, they did have a lot of butt types. <laughs> I realized that they yeah, had they, a lot they, of butt types. Because, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's a soft reboot, right? Where it's, like, I think after Gen 5, Gen 5 had a lot of bug types, and Gen 8 had a lot of bug types. I think this is a soft reboot of, like, how, what the franchise is going through. Because from Gen 5, it, that kind of, like, started off the whole trend of, like, oh, black, white, black 2. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you went to X, Y, and X and Y. And then you got the remakes of those. Because they, those those three follow the very similar formulas of level design, because they're the older games. But then when you got to the um, later to Gen Eight, it was completely new because it's completely different, like modeling and environment design. Yeah. I um. Oof. Uh, what else did I like? Kind of about it. Uh, diet like doing raid stuff. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's really easy to grind, I will say, yeah. to like get your Pokemon up to level. I'll also say just... this too. Back in the beginning, when there was not much to do, it was very much of a slog. 
Yeah. And you can definitely see the game development as well as like the game level progression very easily as more people picked it up and started playing online. Yeah. Is that there is a clear difference of like in the early game, there's such a grind to like getting shit that you needed to go to the gym leaders to feed them and doing that. It follows more of like the FGO model where it's like they'll give out rewards and stuff to like current to new and current current players, but the new stuff for the for the players kind of outweigh outweigh the benefits for the old players. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's a lot of stuff that really they could have brought more to the beginning, and I wish that they kind of just like if there was an option, you could be like, I know everything. Don't. That is true. Talk to me. Just go. <laughs> I'll say this: RPGs as like a thing, kind of like have to hold your hand for the first couple of hours. And I'll say this: fucking Sword and Shields pre-game is just like fucking three hours long. I was like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ! Like, you can't be so fucking serious slow. about this. It was so fucking slow. Just like Christ, stop. I can't get to the actual game. And like I understand, it's 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 like for like ten year olds. Yeah, you definitely need to know about certain things. Well, if you're an experienced player, it'd be kind of like it's, it's a very much a situation where of like why I choose the I choose the girl inside this um, Soul Silver and Heart Gold because like there's a because you basically waste twenty seconds in a tutorial because she forgets she can't doesn't show you properly and I'm just like Christ I know how to play Pokemon when I when I get to the get to the new stuff show me then that'd be a great option if they added the new one. Um, oh. I don't think they're going to add too much in the new one. They might bring, I think, because I think they're going to be set for 2021. 2021, there's not going to be any new game coming out. No, They'll I probably agree. announce something for 2022 or 2023, but for 2021, 20, nothing's going to be coming out for the main Pokemon series. That's just my clear guess of economic and from game development standpoint. Personally, for me, I would have, I would love it if they. Up, up, up the scale of the world because like you know walking around it's like the overworld's fine i would appreciate it if you could jump from a ledge that'd be nice or like have some way to like if you're out of cliff you could like glide or something that'd be that'd be the great. verticality but that would the verticality kind of, is that like, kind of would break what pokemon would be would become though that's the thing yeah but it's like if you're in the wild area and you can't like and if you have to go all the way around to do this other well, thing, that's why you have. That's why, well, like, well, like, that's why you get the bike, and then once you get the bike, you get upgrades. But even that. with the bike, it's like it's still like if you're on top of a cliff and it's not even that high, and you still have to go. All oh, so the you way you want to scale it? You want to like? I, yeah, I do agree with you that there should be like a like a mountain bike upgrade where it's like you just scale yeah. up and down, or just like it. have a, like a little glide, like a, like you know well, Mario Kart where you. Just... Yeah, that's, well, that's the thing though. It's, it's one of those things where it's like this is the brand new kind of thing. They're still experimenting with what works what doesn't work yeah no i get it and it's obviously the first thing and i and for first attempt it's not bad i do like the fact that you can see pokemon in the tall grass and some you can't i like that a lot um it does get annoying at certain points but like that's yeah, fine yeah it's just a height difference and that's just like it's a height difference you gotta be like is that a... no it's not yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, I remember there's like times when i was walking through the tall grass looking for one specific pokemon and of course like every single other one was like yeah Come and get it, bitch. I'll, I'll say this, though. The like, render no. distance is kind of shitty. It is, yeah. The render distance is shitty, and I do think they can work on that, but that's more of a technology standpoint of the Switch. Yeah. And I do think in order to make this work, you need to optimize Switch hardware to kind of boost it overall. Because during, during like area play with online, you definitely see some frame drops just because you're online and the, and the Switch can't handle multiple people like on the screen. And that's okay. Like, your Pokemon's usually for like a single-player thing. Like, if you want to play online, yeah, you don't. I wish there was an option to turn off everybody else, 
But like, if you do that, you kind of miss out on certain things. But like, I don't really care. Nah. For a short, I I don't have like a, like I don't you know. It'd be cool if like they did also the small center thing. This is a small thing, but if Pokemon had like, I, this is really I know like, this is way too much of a thing to ask, but if you're out in the world, it'd be cool if like Pokemon had like each Pokemon had like one or two different little animations or something like that. Like if you were looking, I don't know, at like a Cubone, he would like you could do like after a while he would sit down, look at his like you know little helmet or whatever. I don't know. Like something small, like maybe a Charmander will like. Well, that's the thing though. When you, when you have like five of them on screen, it, it's gonna look weird when like all five of them look doing the same animation. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. all of the animations are still like tied to a, to a tick timer, where it's like, okay, this animation has to be playing on this tick over here. It's still the same walking animation for every single Pokemon. It's just that the timing is gonna have to be different for each one, and that's what the Charmander is not optimized for. Yeah. What I do think they should do is that they should make a Pokemon Coliseum type game. Where they kind of like okay, if you want to play, if you want to play with your old Pokemon, here you go. With your 3DS or with your Switch, you could or Pokemon Bank, you can look, you can link it up, and then you can play it on there. And then you don't get any story. You just get, you just want to play Pokemon, you can play Pokemon. Yeah, that's what I think they should do because like it's been years since they come out with like the Pokemon Battle Revolution came out for the Wii, right? Mm -hmm. They haven't come out with one since. Just because, like, the online battle battle systems, like, are just really that good in the current standard Pokemon that it's just easier for them to focus on the main one. But I just do think, like, if you want to, like, play, like, Pokemon like that, you should might as well just, like, kind of create, like, this, like, $30 to $30 to $40, like, side game that you link all your stuff to it and then yeah. just keep it in there, you know? I, I also, like, one thing is, like, for legendary Pokemon, it'd be cool if, like, you know, if the weather changed a little bit when they were around or you know they weren't just like you couldn't just find them in the tall grass and be like oh, i mean they're no, one, you know well with the bad thing though you really don't find the legendary pokemon in the tall grass if you go to the red dens for oh, the, um, okay yeah but if, like if they were out in the world or something like that some kind of like elemental change or some visual yeah like for like what soul silver and our girl with um with a Raikou and like the anti stuff. Yeah, like, I understand yeah. that. But they so that's the story point. That, that was a story point for this one though. Like all the legend Pokemon are sealed behind like the um Dynamax oh. Adventures. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I mean like, you know, just like there's a lot of ways they could do it. And, you know, I do like that we're starting to change some things and making it more open world. Like I think that's a good direction that they should go in and explore more. Because it's a world. It's not just like a linear path. Yeah. I mean, it works like it, a linear path's not bad. If you do if you do it well, linear paths can be fun. But you know But the way Pokemon works, it's just from the fact that you have to backtrack all the way to the beginning without any shortcuts. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, no. I also love the fact and I love the fact that there's free tra fast travel. Exactly. So nice. I love that. Um and then your bike can travel over water, you don't have to get surf, you don't have to get like fucking no cut. No, you don't have to do any of that. Pokemon. It's purely just for like if you want to kit out your yeah. Pokemon with the specific moveset, totally go at it. I love that. Um, I think I, that's what the Pokemon did the greatest well. Yeah. I also like the villains in this one. I mean, like, I already kind of know what happens. Um, I, Team I, Yell? Yeah, I love Team Yell. Okay. They're just fucking bad people. It's just I like Team Yell as like a concept, but like overall, it feels kind of weak at the end. Yeah, no. They're not exactly... I mean, they're just fucking goofing around, and that's fine. They're bad. They're the bad guys, but they're not the bad guys. They're not, yeah, bad, they're not guys. The bad guys. 
Meanwhile, Mr. Mr. Chairman twiddling his hair on the back. Fucking twiddling his hair, yeah, exactly, with his little short shorts and yeah, his fucking track outfit. I'm like, oh man, this guy needs to work out more. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a little chub in the front. A little chub, but that's whatever. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that Leon. I don't like his look, but I like the fact that Leon like takes the starter that you're weakest to. Too, and like he uses it. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I like that fact. And said so he's like, he's the actual rival. Like, exactly. Hop's just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Hop is a side character that kind of lumps in with the other three. Yeah. And then I also like the fact that I noticed this is like whenever you, like there's obviously like they're not all different, but when, when you have a fight with a Pokemon on a route, depending on where you are kind of in the route, it'll like change. And I yeah. like that. I, I kind of like that attention to detail. And if they decide to do an open world, like, fully open world thing, uh, they'll probably just do it, like, they'll have, like, a specific type for each region yeah. or whatever. Just kind of, like, a different version of that. Because within Pokemon, right, it's based on locations, usually. So a lot of them have, like, one cold, one hot, and one, like, ocean. Yeah. So like, if you set up, set up, like, a Hyrule kind of map where it's, like, oh, you have a swimming mountain up in the right, you have, like, a little desert in the left. Ocean from the bottom right, and then you have a main grassland that's like connecting them all of them, you know? Yeah, yeah, that works. There's, so, you know, there's a, like the, the snowy hills and shit. That'd be fun. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, stuff like that is really fun. And you could like see people walking around, like if people could join your session, that'd be nuts! And you could like go around. I mean, people can join your session, like, well, yeah. I've done it before with um, Tyler and Alex. It's just like, you don't get too much out of it. Yeah. If you could do stuff, like, once again, if you expand on it some more, it'd be really cool, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Obviously, it's up to Nintendo and Game Freak, but uh, it'd be pretty cool. I think, overall, I don't, I wouldn't want it to be an MMO, because, like, even with, like, things like Genshin, right? Yeah. It's in sort of, a, like, this weird co-op thing, where it's, like, even with the co-op, it kind of falls flat just because of gameplay, and I think that's what Pokemon would suffer from, mm. from the online, because there's a limited amount of things you can do. Online, besides online, besides battling and doing that stuff, because like a lot of like things, I would say would probably be like mini games, and, like yeah. you could probably include like a small little Mario Party slash Poker Triathlon kind of thing, playing with your friends like that. But like I, that's maybe one do of the, team battles with other people. Well, you can do that online already. Yeah, you might because like the, the things that make Pokemon Pokemon is the battling mechanics and the and the physical designs of the characters. Yeah, it's more of the fact that oh, people are like oh. It's like Pokemon with this, like Temtem, that kind of stuff. Like, oh, it's Pokemon with this, but like, it's Pokemon with this, but like, there's also things that make it or make it original, and it's just, it's like it's something that I don't want to really because like with Genshin, I didn't want to have the the resin system just because it's just a shitty way to like have people come back. Mm -hmm. Like, I rather I rather play and like keep playing like over and over again. The bosses already have like a one day spawn limit anyway, so it's like once you play through the bosses, you're already done. Like, why bother yeah. having this resin limit when the boss timers already have, like, this kind of thing? If you want resin, save it for the, for, like, the grindy parts of the Mora and the, um, and, like, the book ones. Yeah. That makes sense. For the bosses, they already have a limit, so, like, why would I... Why would I need it? Exactly. Yeah. You're already limiting characters' progression through that, so it's, like, why bother doing that? I almost feel like they should just come out with a different... Well, no. Maybe. I'll, I'll make my own Genshin attack with uh, better waifus hookers and, and, and hookers and blackjack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but other Nintendo stuff, um, besides Pokemon, obviously Smash, got Sephiroth, fun. 
Um, he's fun. He's cool. Yeah. Bit slow. Oh yeah, yeah he's slow, but like his kit's like one of those things where he it's moves like fast, but his moves are just yeah. slow. But it hits hard. He has a far reach. He's a very hard hitter. Uh, but he's cool. Um, he's like the closest I'll ever get to Virgil. Uh, I mean, da- he's voiced by Dante anyway, so it's like you already got Dante in Smash. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Which is also weird because he's fucking Kiryu Shikage in the Japanese though. Um, and he's cool. Almost done with World of Light. It just takes a while. God, it's so long. Um, yeah, I, had, I actually not finished Mortal Light ever since I got the game like three years, like two years ago. It's like, uh, and then we got a dark bad guy. I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, yeah. And then so we're playing Mario Party. That's always that's been super fun. Uh, beat the first two maps. Just got to beat the last last couple, and then we'll unlock the new place. And yeah. then get all the new, old got all the characters. I really wish that they gave more DLC for it. Um, I, I do think Mario Party is one of those things where it's like if he, if they had DLC, I wouldn't buy it. So they may have to sell it like as the complete game. Yeah, but this feels like this was 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 sorry. It felt like this was supposed to be the one that would have Everything. DLC because you see in the top right, there's a lot of space for new maps and like you can do that and like the space for new characters and game types. Yeah, I, I it really it really it, yeah. when you look at it you're like, oh this looks like they're gonna start injecting shit. But no, they didn't and I was like They're like fuck no oh, come on man. But whatever. Leave it for Super Mario. I mean Mario Mario Party didn't do well that that well on the Switch either way. So it's like they kinda like, yeah, we're gonna cut the time save time and write this out. Yeah. They got they got the money. They made back decent amount of it. So like yeah we're just gonna cut our losses and not do it. Because like I think yeah. if you spend yeah. more time on development and like don't cut your losses at certain points you lose money, and that's what the thing like with businesses is like. Yeah, it makes sense for them not to do it. Yeah, but I'm hoping that for at least at some point they release um, the old Mario parties at some point, like a collection. That'd yeah. be great. I'd love that. I'd get that. Like the 3D All Stars. Yeah, exactly. At least like you know the older ones. Speaking of massive uh, franchises not being supported anymore, um, Studio Mappa is doing Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack on Titan. As well as the newly announced Chainsaw Man anime, oh, and I'm they like, are rolling. they're rolling, but they're going to be fucking tired, tired yeah. and stringing that shit out. And to I'm be like, Attack of Titans almost over, so it is the final season. But with Jujutsu Kaisen, though, that's probably going to go on for a little while longer. That's going to go if on any, for like two more seasons. If any, least. if anything, it's going to be from now until forever, like Black Clover. It's going to be one of those things where it's like it builds so much hype that they have to focus on it, where they kind of drive away attention from Chainsaw Man just because. And Chainsaw Man is really hard overall. So yeah. even from like an anime, like from an animator standpoint, it's like just doing some of the scenes is like really hard to do animation wise. It's, it's just not like easy. it's going to be a real like style change specifically, just because like the way he draws, it's more raw. Yeah. The manga, rather than like Studio Mappa, it kind of feels like very smooth and like kind of fluid slash kind yeah. of like more animalistic. It's going to be like, a really weird transition, and I think that's where it's going to fail. Realistically speaking, it's not going to say that. Kaisen too was very much similar, like more sketchy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like the manga feels more sketchy because that's the style of the manga, right? But you can't do that normally with inside anime just yeah. because you need to keep things consistent as well as make sure um, things are drawn really well. And plus, you're you're bringing like. 20 plus key animators onto this project which also have their own little individual styles and players and it's one of those things where it's like even though you bring these people on 
it's probably not gonna be like the manga just because there's just so many people working on this and there's a different art director for this too yeah so this you're gonna be following more of this art director the same thing that happened with dragon ball super the last season with yuyu takashi which is basically just this is his project you see his style come forward yes i mean the one saving grace that they'll probably have is that uh chainsaw man just ended that is true and they'll still have it's time pretty, it's pretty short overall it's only like 90 to 100 chapters. chapters and jujutsu kaisen it's still going yes but there it's a bit of a turning point right now in the manga and i don't know no one knows what's gonna fucking happen exactly. um, but it's just like overall it's only like 130 chapters it's pretty quick and they've already gotten through a good amount of it and i and i know for a fact the next 12 episodes are going to be the uh Jujutsu tech arc or whatever because mm -hmm. that's what happens next and it's gonna they're, they're definitely gonna cover all of that in the next half um but it just depends yeah um, but a Gravity Voice definitely beats anime, and I'm very yeah. pissed off that it hasn't happened yet because it's such a good show. It's such a good breed. Like honestly, it's fun. It's it's, fun. A, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's got it's it follows a slice of life kind of thing, which I like, and like it's such a great thing to draw because it's such a very wild and like yeah. kind of like interesting story to follow. It is, like, and I, it's really easy to like do that. Maybe we should do like a like a quick like fan made trailer for that. Like, <laughs> I do think that will be like a pretty cool thing to do. Oh. We'll put that on the docket, because, like, I really enjoy Gravity Boys. <laughs> just draw a dude getting a celery shoved up his ass. Just broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah, broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like, they're just fucking done. Oh, oh so good. I love Baba. He's great. <laughs> Baba, yeah, oh my god. Uh, dude, in the newest chapter, is so fucking weird, because it's just, like, the penis match. He's like, wins <laughs> are level two. And it just cuts, it cuts off the calendar. And you're like, what the uh, fuck? <laughs> oh my god. That's such a good story just because it's so outlandish and just weird. Yeah. Oh. Um, I read the newest chapters for uh, One Punch and Goblin Slayer. Uh, you know, obviously still going. Yeah. One Punch is fucking It's getting there. Nuts. It's, it's getting so there. cool. It, the newest arc is crazy and uh, it's just really insane i don't think they're i don't know if they can't like to animate that it's like gonna be nuts yeah it, it, i i think at this point just like do you think ccp is gonna come out no i don't think no. ccp is gonna come out just because of like it's just not making enough money as you guys the first season was a, like a miracle I, honestly... I, I i do think it the reason why is because it kind of grew hype later on yeah but then it kind of like yeah these people aren't they, like uh, they're because like a lot of times the distributors have to pay rights for the dub and, like even at that point, the chain of the money, they don't see a lot from international releases. So they might as well focus on like the core Japanese release and say like, oh, this these people in the West like it. And then if someone wants to pick it up and pay the distribution rights slash dubbing rights for it, we'll give it to them just because like we'll make some money on it, but not a lot of it, you know? Yeah, no, I get you. I, um, yeah, and that, that was, it's harsh. It's, it's tough because like it's such a well-done series. Yeah. And it's so well known now, but to it's obviously to translate it from the manga to anime, it's, it's so very hard. hard. And I do think this for the first season had a, the had the really good amount of uh, animators to work on it. Yeah, it's the second season which has been very consistent. I think we talked yeah. about this before on the podcast we did. where we did. where you and I watched the first couple episodes of it and we we're like, yeah, it's consistent. It's like some of the action scenes are fairly well done. It's just that it, people just ragging on it because like it's not expansive, you know. It's not like this large, massive scale project. Where, like, oh, you have these yeah. really well known animators. It's just very consistent because it's JC staff. 
Yeah, and like there's certain choices they made, like style-wise, that are a little different, and people are like, "Well, that looks weird." Like it looks weird. head, but it's, it's just like, like the shine. It's just like it's a bald head. Like, and that seemed to me, it looks fine, just because it just it's it's that's yeah. what the joke is exactly. It's just it's just whatever, and I, I I'm fine with it not having a third season. It's whatever because the manga does such a fine job of explaining, the showing the action, and it's so well drawn that I'm just like it's fine. Yeah, you, you read the manga. That's the thing that the anime yeah. is supposed to do at the end of the day. Read the manga. Um, but yeah, and then Goblin Slayer is good. Goblin Slayer is like, it's always been good, but I definitely think that the, after the newest current arc, it's like, they're like, whoa, yeah. was really, that was really fun. And the new the newest chapter came out, and I'm like, okay, they're starting to bring some new people in. I like yeah, it. Yeah, cycle some people out, and yeah, 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 yeah. Similar arc stuff, you know, introduce new characters, yeah. kind of side out the old oh, ones, and bring it back to the end. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, so just reading the current other stuff. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I'll try playing Dark Souls 3. It's <laughs> out the shitter for some yeah. reason. I can't, like, PS4 on, the, PC. on the desktop. Okay. Like, that's what I'm like. What? I think you should get a new graphics card because, like, that one I gave you is kind of like mid tier. Okay. I, l- let me know what I gotta get because I'm not very good at yeah. <laughs> finding one. Well, because you probably need to upgrade. Like, you probably could do a whole system upgrade anyway. Okay. Power supply should be fine because that's. Cause it, that's what it, it, power supply is pretty good because I think it's a bold series. Okay. Um, I think you should upgrade motherboard, CPU, the RAM, and then they'll probably fix your thing. And then the graphics card, you probably upgrade to like a twenty TTX or I would honestly don't think that you get a thirty eight. You just get a thirty six or thirty seven because you're not gonna play Cyberpunk because like no one's gonna be playing it. So it goes on sale. No. <laughs> exactly. Fix the bugs. Let fix the bugs. Add in a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. And all that. I uh, I remember you texting me like, "Oh, should I get Cyberpunk?" I'm like, "Yeah, like, yeah, I know." Just like, "Yeah, I, I saw Moist Critical play it. I was just like, yeah, 'Yeah, I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna buy Hades instead, which is the best fucking decision of my life.'" Yeah, man, that dude. was the right decision to do. It's a good choice, and this is actually like interesting. Like looking at both Cyberpunk and Hades from a decision standpoint, you could tell that there was much better decisions. Because for Hades, it's just like they went for the style, purely gameplay, purely gameplay and style. And well, that's the thing with Supergiant, less... though. The Supergiant's really good at making a really nice style as well as the story-driven games yeah. around a mechanic. And it works super well. And not to say that Cyberpunk is, like, the bad, but, like... But it's just, like, you have to have... You need... CG Project Red just took uh, took a bigger bite than it could chew. Yeah, no. It just took... It's, it was... They, I think it's because the people behind it were, like, in it was, charge. It was very... Yeah, it was getting like No Man's Sky kind of thing. Where, where it's, like, Sony was just kind of, like... Yeah, we're showing money. This is a better release on the state. And then people build up hype, and then it kind of falls flat on space. But again, it got better. Yeah. There's always hope for it to get better. Yes. What I do think, though, what the decision they made was... Oh, new consoles are coming out. We'll make it for new consoles, not the old ones. When in reality... The way game development works is you make it for the lowest end consoles that you're going to make it for, then you go from there. Yes. And I think people who complain about, like, oh, it sucks on, like, old consoles, like, bro. That's kind of the point, though, is yeah. you're supposed to buy the new one or play on PC. It's like, you can't, like, IGN making all these videos, like, this is unacceptable, like, yeah, but, but like, you, you can't force them exactly. to do this. I can't really, I can't pity you, because... I Shit. can't pity the fool. I'm not gonna pity the fool who gives Alien Isolation a five out of ten and fucking Emerald or Ruby Sapphire seven out of ten because it's too much water. Mm. But yeah, that's a dumb review and I hate it. And I hate IGN overall. But like, 
Some of the stuff is pretty solid, but like then there's like these really weird like freelance yeah. people they get, and just like the quality inside of this just goes down really, really they quickly. Just make, they just choose people. They just choose the wrong people certain times. And I know. It's just work. like these. You obviously know that these people are very harsh critics just because like, these aren't the games they usually play. So kind of like other than that, it's a good standpoint for like an argument, but it's just like these people aren't going to have fun in the first place. Yeah. So why bother doing it? Choose someone who likes these types of games. Exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing with the animation too. It's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I know you're not gonna like sci-fi or like uh, fantasy anime, so I'm gonna recommend you like a slice of life thing. You know, it's it's very subjective, like what people like. You should know already what your your customer slash constituents want. You know. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I think we've been long enough. Reviewers, critics, that'll be another whole thing yeah. we'll do for another podcast. But we'll just rip into the wall review. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like Vegas? Um, what was it? Uh, he came out with a new video, by the way. Um, For which one? He did this set the uh, Disney December, which is actually one of my favorite long running yeah. series. Just because there's such a lot of Disney stuff that is out there that he hasn't done yet, it's a good time for him to kind of like go through the Disney stuff. I wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, what do you think about Disney's like? Uh, big announcement about all these different Star Wars shows because for me personally, oh, yeah, we talked about last time, it's good, but I do think some of them are gonna fall flat because they're literally seeing spaghetti against the wall. I think Rangers of the New Republic is gonna fall flat because it'd be a fucking buddy, buddy cop show. Yeah. Those things always fail just because they don't grab the right audience. I think Bad Batch and the animated stuff is gonna succeed fairly well because it's anime and you also have Dave Willing working Bad Batch. Yes, um, Ahsoka's gonna do well because you're gonna have people coming from the old series. Find out, okay, where they're going to continue from. Are they going to continue from Mandalorian, pre-Mandalorian, or are they going to do Rebels? Exactly. Other than that, I do think that um, Acolyte's going to be weird, and the High Republic's going to fail automatically, no matter what. Yeah, no. High Republic's going to be the most boring shit ever. Because it's all politics, and that's what people hate about the the first couple, yes. the first sequel. So one thing I'm worried about with all these different shows is like I have I have a feeling it's gonna be the Marvel effect where I have to watch all of these in different order, and, and then they're all gonna come together at the end. And you're like, and like, yeah, that's and that's what they're saying. It's like no, no, and I hate that. I hate this point too. It's like I it took me ten years to get attached to Iron Man and have him die. When I already kind of got attached to Thanos when, like, the first two to three movies. Yeah, that's what good writing is. Exactly. Thanos is such a well-written character is that it's so well-written that you see his point of view and you understand it, but you know it's wrong just because of the way he goes about it. And that's what good villain writing is. I think all the superheroes are just boring. Yeah, no. It's very two-tone flat. No, and like if you explore it correctly, it will do well. But, you know, a a lot of heroes' stuff is boring shit. And like once you get past like Spider-Man works because it's like a coming of age. It's coming of age story. That's easy to do. Yeah, like, it's just that the odds are stacked against. Exactly, them. it's just like the Brie Larson and like the other one, like Ant-Man is kind of boring. Superman, here's the thing: Superman can be done well. It's, it's just, just it's just it done, done really blandly. It's just yeah. bland. Yeah. Like all the DC movies are just bland because like you kind of know these these characters. And it's like you need to do something new with them. Yeah, or at least like keep it keep it. Consistent with the source material. Exactly. Read the comic. That's, that's what that's what like Deadpool did well is that it's kind of straight from the normal. Yeah. The normal. It's path. rated R movie. It's yeah. rated. It was rated R. It did extremely it's well. It's own thing. And exactly. Did Guardians of the Galaxy. Thing. Guardians of the Galaxy did really well because it's James Gunn being a director. It's more of an horror kind of thing where it's like you see the James Gunn. Disney has this problem, right? Where they they'll do the same thing over and over and over until again. it doesn't work, and then they'll try to fix it and do something else. And well, until DC give credit where it's credits due. 
each director has their own spin, their own flair, and like I, and like you could tell like certain people are really good at certain things. Like for instance, Aquaman, the story was like, and that's what I did. Yeah, the story the was pretty was fucking Exactly, it's great. just really well like structured in a way. So the love story was kind of crammed in there, like between um, uh, Jason Momoa and um, Donnie Jepp's wife, but like it was just one of those things where it just like. The acting is decent. I just think it just kind of worked better than the majority of, like, the other movies just because, like, it was just different. Yeah. And it was different from the Batman v Superman. It was different from Wonder Woman, that kind of thing. And I, I think Wonder Woman's fine. It just didn't blow me out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. I liked two, the first two-thirds, maybe even, like, 80% of that movie. But then the last ten minutes really just... We're just, like, really bland and, like, kind of shit, shat yeah. in bed. They really just curl, like, and we'll just throw in a big baddie because... Exactly. And, um, yeah, but then, you know, I will say, like, Mandalorian does a lot of things new. And, like, you could tell each episode, like, has their own different little flair yeah. with the directors. Well, that's, well, that's TV, though. That's different, because you know, yeah. you know, different directors per, per episode. And a lot of people are, were really confused about the ending to season two. They were like, oh, is Din gonna just get kicked out of the series? No, 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 but no. Then, no. But then I realized, but then we found out later that it's like, oh, Boba's just gonna have his own show. Yeah, so the way, they're gonna 11 do, shows yeah. now. So what they're gonna do is that, I think it was already pre-planned, but like, Boba, the Book of Boba Fett is gonna be the, kind of like 2.5 season of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Where it's like, it's this break area in between where we focus on Boba Fett. It's, like, it's still a Mandalorian. Yeah. But it's just basically like, understanding, he's just like, yeah, we're just gonna explore him now and kind of take a break from Jin because he already got arced out like, it's sort of like how Finn got arced out, but yeah. I, I do think Finn should have died in the second movie to make it more impactful, because like, he was ready to die, yes. obviously. Yeah. And I do think Rose, Rose as a character is fine, and just, like, I think, because, like, in the beginning, he was he was ready to run away, but over time, he was just ready, he was ready to die for the Bellion. That's the perfect, that's the perfect answer. Don't fucking save him. Like, he he's died a martyr. That's the thing that you should have done. He was ready to die in the first fucking movie. But besides that, you know, it's really just a matter of Disney doesn't want to get rid of these characters. Same thing with the original trilogy. Han should have died in the second movie, but because they he really wanted to milk it, they, you know, they, they 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 brought him back the third, or they kept him alive. And but then you know, in the sequel trilogy, is didn't want to like. I, I do think the third one had looking back on it, the last the last last movie of the sequels was pretty decent of character exploration of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Looking back on it... Kyle Ren saves this fucking thing. I know. It's like, Absolutely. Adam Driver does a really, really good job of, like... Pack must be in so much pain. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that Adam Driver is probably the highlight of those movies. Yeah. I And, like, I, I remember at first we gave him so much shit. shit. But it's just, like, looking back on it now, I kind of feel bad, because, like... I, cause I didn't really give him shit in the first place. I was like, okay, he's trying to do the Darth Vader thing, but, like, we know, like, he's going to be good at the end. Yeah. He's the Sith that struggles with the pull of the light. It's a really cool concept. I guess because people were really annoyed kind of by his appearance, I guess, because his mask thing. Yeah, but the then he, gets, he eventually gets it right. He gets a cool yeah, mask. He gets a cool mask. It's like, starts, I don't need this anymore. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, you know what? He looks fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's just over. Just get over with. We're, we're done with it. We're good. We're yeah. done. But, um, yeah, Star Wars is always fun to just check up on and be like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't want to watch more Adam Jarrett movies. Like, I saw the um that divorce one with uh, Scarlett Johansson. You should watch, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Black Klansman. He's in no, yeah, I watched that with all uh, so my friends. That was good. good. I like that I one. Love that movie. Adam Driver's a very talented actor. I think you just need to cast the right thing with a good writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, was he in The Lighthouse? No, he wasn't. No, in the he was in The Lighthouse. Well, Lighthouse was um, Willem Dafoe and, and um, Patrick. 
The Shovel Face from um, Twilight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a really good movie. He's the new Batman. Disturbing. Too, which is weird. Weird. Oh, yeah. Well, that's weird. Okay. Um, um, speaking of like Star Wars, like Paige Pascal has been the GOAT of the year. And I, there's something on Netflix called like um, we John Favreau we are, and we are the heroes. Yeah. yeah, John Favreau, Dave Filoni is going nuts for Star Wars. But yeah, Peter Pascal. He, he's like in those weird like fucking Shark Boy Lava Girl like spinoff thing, and like on Netflix. And I tried watching it because like oh I saw it, I was like oh he's in here, so uh, it has to be like someone decent because they obviously got him. But I'm just like Christ, as follows the kids. Fuck no, fuck this, turn it off. I was just like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, I'm done with this, yeah. I got in the first 10 minutes, I'm like, yeah, if I follow the kids, I'm fucking done with it. Because the girl has no superpowers, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like the My Hero shit. Where it's just like, he, like, basically Paige Pascal plays the fucking Hawkeye character. Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, that'd probably make a really cool movie if you focus on him, but overall, if you focus on the children, fuck that. You, you lost me there. Yeah, no, I'm good. And I, yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, speaking of my hero, uh, new chapter, has the new chapter come out yet? Um, yeah, new chapter was, um, the last one was like, oh, Shigaraki needs saving. I was like, fucking Christ, you're going through this again. Uh, okay, I'm just yeah, like, he that. had, like, this build up, and, like, he could have done this before, but I'm just like, fucking Christ, you're doing this well, now. Well, of course, like, Deku, like, because the thing with Deku is, like, he wants to save everyone, literally even the bad guys, while the hero, a lot of the other heroes are just like, fucking kill him. I'll say this, but the supporting villains are better than the main villain. Yeah! It's one of those things where Mr. Compress is just, like, ten times better than, like, Shigaraki. Even Twice has better ambitions than Shigaraki. Dude. And that's what I think about that's really good about the supporting ones, is that they have actual ambitions, while Shigaraki's just like, oh, I've been wronged, and, like, get by society, yeah. edgelord all the way. Dude, Dobby is, like, my favorite. He's, like, the best villain of all of them. Oh, honestly, I have to disagree with that, just because, like, Dobby is one of those things where it's, like, I kind of saw it coming from far Dobby away. Too, we're just like, like, yeah, I understand that. And he's like, I don't like it just because it's so predictable, rather with, like, Toga and, like, and, like, Twice and Compress is, like, they're very interesting characters. I kind of, like, wanted more backstory on them. Because, like, Dobby already knew it was going to be a total already from the fucking beginning. But Dobby, what Dobby is, is, like, he just enjoys it. He has fun with it. He's just, like, having... He's, he, just having he's one of those things where it's, like, what like, like, Shiraki should be. Exactly. Shiraki yeah. should have been Dobby in the first place. You know? Yeah, exactly. And they, I guess they had these two characters, like, well, we love the character designs of both of them, so we'll just put them both we'll in. We'll put them in, yeah. I think if Dobby was the leader of villains... That'd be a lot better, but I think Shigaraki's kind of a two-toned. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole point with Shigaraki is like he has a, there is a weak spot that the, the, the Midori will get, and like he'll bring him back to the light. No, like, I, I think he's just gonna be like he's gonna learn the air of his wares. You're like, yeah, just because um, what you call all for one took over his body, he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, because he's a fucking child, and that's what the thing is. Oh, my time tonight is stacking up again. It'd be wow. interesting to see if like. Shigaraki gets released from All for One, but then it's still like, okay, cool. Now let's start my reign, you know? I, I no, I think he's probably gonna be this thing of like Shigaraki's gonna be like the boo kind of thing where it's like he's gonna get absorbed into it and like he and Midoriya's gonna have to go into uh, All for yeah. One and be like, I'm gonna pull you out of this and be like His and pull just, off game must be on point. Exactly, and he's gonna come out strong that way. Mark my words, that's how it's gonna end, I think, and then you're gonna have, like, one big fight scene with Shigaraki and Midoriya against All for One. Yeah. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder at the end of this, will, like, anyone realize that Midoriya is the descent, is, like, the fucking next uh, successor for 
I really don't think anyone's gonna do that just because of the amount of like power she's unlocking. Urahara well, probably has figured it out by now. Ochako, I don't, I don't, I don't have. She probably suspects stuff, but she definitely. But Todoroki is just too, too dumb for for us yeah. to realize it. Cause like he's like, oh yeah, two powers, dude. You're like me. I'm like fucking Christ. No, dude, he's got like five. He's got like five more in there. I'm just like, you don't understand. Well, the thing is, like Urahara, like kind of already. Like you, they, they they highlighted a lot of things. She's like kind of like. Hmm. I think it's yeah, gonna get to the, like, it's gonna get to the point where it's just like. He's gonna come clean to his classmates sooner or later, and yeah. I do think it's gonna be like one of those make or break moments, be like civil war kind of thing. That'd be kind of cool, where like some people support him, like some people don't. Yeah, I mean I don't understand why no one would support him. Yeah, obviously they're all friends. So like, why wouldn't they support him? I guess just be like, oh, you lied to us, but like. Yeah, but you kind of need it to. Just like. <laughs> um. Well, then again. We, and it's one of the things where, like we need to put our faith inside of you. Yeah, yeah. Fusion. Um, yeah. That'd be kind of neat. Um, It'd be kind of cool if, like, they kind of, if there's a way for them to give, give Deku their powers. And, like, yeah. And then Deku go, just grows into, a, like, a 15-story tall yeah, version of himself. Yeah, just goes to the earth. Just the earth. Oh, no. Okay, on that note, I think I'm pretty tuckered out of what's talking yeah, about right now. Too. My voice hurts. Bye, guys. All Merry right, Christmas. see you guys next time. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Have a happy New Year. Godspeed, all that.